Testing, testing. It's on. One, two, one, two. Microphone checker. Microphone wrecker. Microphone blicker, blicker. <laughs> Alright, let's give this a shot. What is life? What does it mean to heal? I'm a human. Hello, hello? Anybody there? Why are we here? What does this mean? Let's figure it out together. That's fun. Just to come play. Play in the pod first. What are we doing? This is the Turning of the Bones podcast. Hello. Welcome to another episode of the Turning of the Bones podcast. I'm your host, Colby Marie. I'm super excited to be here for what I'm guessing might be the 20th or 21st episode. I don't know. It's a little hard to remember at this point doing this for a while, and I'm excited about that. I'm going to keep giving myself little kudos. Hopefully you can find something to give yourself some praise for this morning, this evening, this afternoon, whenever you're listening to this. Being a human being disciplined and setting goals and following through and learning things and failing and trying is hard. So whatever you're working towards, I hope that that's going smoothly. I hope you're giving yourself patience. I hope you're giving yourself kindness as you learn new lessons in the form of failures. And I hope that this podcast finds you well. This is going to be a complete freestyle podcast. I have no clue what this one's about. I am recording back-to-back today. I will be moving, so I'm going to try to get some episodes in the can, as it's referred to in the industry. Um, (laughs) I'm not really in the industry. I'm just sitting here in my my bedroom, my little makeshift recording studio, my little DIY... Uh, sound booth. I'm just sitting here talking into a mic, talking to my friends, talking to all you wonderful supporters who have given me feedback, asked me questions, let me know this is helping. I'm just sitting down here and having a little chat in the midst of, I don't know what this will be in the midst of, I'm recording it in the future, so sending prayers to my future self um sitting here with a a mostly packed up house all i have left to pack is the kitchen my bedroom i think my my toiletries um got a lot of stuff in boxes yesterday and it was really interesting i was I was packing and getting ready to move and kind of just feeling the chaos of, you know, if you've moved or packed a house, it's, it's, I think if you look up a list of like the five most stressful events, moving's one of them. And I think I've moved numerous times in the last five years and each one kind of has its own little lessons. Hopefully I can get my friend on here, a dear friend that has moved, I think she has moved 43 times in 41 years. 
anyhow, some ridiculous amount of moves. Uh, one of my roommates grew up in the military, and watching how efficiently he moves is really impressive. I am not super efficient at moving. Um, but so I was kind of having just a small amount of panic. A couple of my roommates have been on a road trip, and they said they were coming back early. And, you know, I've got the house torn apart. I've got things everywhere some stress about being respectful, there's some stress about being in each other's way. Anyhow, I just felt this, like, I got this text, and it was like, it just felt like a huge wind blew through my life. At least my emotional, psychic landscape, and I was a little disoriented and spun about, and it was interesting. I was inside, and at the same time, evidently, there was a huge windstorm outside. And... I went out back to take a look at my garden. Uh, unbeknownst to me, the windstorm had happened, and it had blown over probably 70%, 80% of my giant sunflowers. So in one of my garden beds, I've got six squash and zucchini plants that are just massive. I mean, the leaves are all the size of a an LP, a... a a record uh, for those of you who may be younger listening to the podcast there used to be these things called albums uh, <laughs> and they were made on vinyl and you would play them on a record player um, and it was important not to just have one good song it was important to have a good album um, but that's that's another podcast anyhow my uh the leaves on my squash are huge. I'm getting these huge zucchinis and squash. Um, I've got these wildflowers mixed in. And the sunflowers had, like, toppled over. And if you've ever seen a giant sunflower, they're not to be messed with. Like, they're really heavy up top, and their stalks are, you know, I don't know, about the size of, like, a, I don't know, maybe two inches in diameter. Um, and they had blown over, and I kind of, you know, I went outside, and I was like, oh, shit, you know. Now I've got, you know, an hour, I'm packing, these people are coming back, I've gotten an hour of unanticipated work to do in the garden, um, because it's been really important to me to continue to take care of my garden and the things that I've planted and the seeds that I've planted, even though I'm leaving, even though I'm going to have to let go of them. Um, I committed to a relationship with those things and I'm helping them grow. I water them. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to stop what I'm doing. My garden needs my attention. The wind's just whipping. I mean, those sunflowers are swaying, you know, and some of them, you know, I'd say weigh like a pound or two. Like if they fell, you know, they're kind of prickly. If they hit you in the head, they'd, they'd scrape you up and, so I'm going through and I'm I'm cutting the ones that have fallen on my squash and I'm cutting off the broken leaves to my squash and zucchini plants. And I'm I'm just laying these, you know, ten foot tall sunflower plants on the patio and kinda, you know, mourning a little bit. Really mourning the garden, you know, I, I won't have a garden at my new place. I've got a wonderful apartment, but I won't have access to a garden. I'll have my indoor plants. Um, morning, the garden, kind of morning, 
the hopes and dreams I had for moving into this house. Uh, just kind of mourning, you know, another a little bit of grief with another chapter of my life closing. I really feel like that's been the case. So I'm laying out these sunflowers and, you know, I just had this feeling that like I was laying down the corpses of these beautiful plants that have brought me and my roommates and, you know, I mean, they're so tall, probably the neighbors a bit of joy. I mean, these are really glorious sunflowers. And as I was looking at them, I just, I got this, it wasn't even like a thought. I wasn't like, oh, I should make something beautiful. It was more of like, a, no, like these are, these, these aren't, the beauty of these aren't finished yet. You know, the, the things that nourish me about this garden and these sunflowers aren't, aren't complete for me. And so I went through and I, I cut the healthy sunflowers, the ones that weren't too damaged. I cut them off the stalks. I put them on a table. I was like, you know, look at all this. Just, I mean, the leaves are like these brilliant yellows and the centers go from like brown to green to orange. And so I, I made a pile of giant, small, medium, large sunflowers. Uh, I took the stalks out back and broke them down, put them in the compost. I mean, there were so many stalks, I filled up like a huge uh, trash bin full of them. And then I went inside and I had cleaned a couple of vases I was planning on packing. And, you know, I could have stuck to the plan. I could have been like, oh, you know, it's too big a pain in the ass. Everything's screwed. Everything's broken. But I was like, you know, it's like, it's okay. I'll wash these vases again. I'm going to make some bouquets. And so I made a couple of uh, really beautiful bouquets. You can see some of them on uh, my personal Instagram, Queso Blanco. Um, and I just put them in the house, you know, and the house is full of boxes, all the arts down. It's a, it's a bit, it's a bit sad, you know, moving. I think you walk into a house that's packed and you can kind of feel the weight of something ending. And I was, I just set out these vases of sunflowers just kind of sat and looked at them and really like I took my time you know I'm learning how to put flowers in a vase it wasn't something someone who was a uh, raised as a cis heterosexual male got taught um, and so I, I cut the stems so they were kind of tiered and there was nice spacing and empty space and I really kind of sat down and created something from the things that I've created and it was like that little process of pausing to create something to be with all the feelings that kind of came up in that little moment you know the anxiety about my roommates coming back and having to navigate more conversations and logistics you know I've been able just to pack and do whatever I want for the past week uh, the stress about getting things done so that the house isn't torn apart and they can get to their things. Um, the grief around losing a garden and losing a house. I mean, this house has the most lovely backyard. It's in a really tranquil neighborhood, which I haven't fully decided if that's a good place for me to live. Like, maybe I need to be in the city, but it, it was like, it was a lot of what I thought I wanted. 
And I think that we don't talk about this very often, but grieving what you thought you wanted and giving it the time and the space to feel, you know, that sadness and that anger and that disappointment. Um, that's something we need to do because our brains, you know, we get, we get taught to think we want certain things. We dream things up. We try to make those things happen. We think things will make us happy and they don't. I think it's a real common condition of the human experience to think things will make us happy and sometimes they don't. Sometimes they don't work out for reasons outside of our control. Sometimes they don't work out because of actions or things that we've done, you know, and that's those are things you can break down with your therapist, which I have. Um, but I, I made this these vases full of these like really glorious sunflowers, and I was sitting and looking at one of them, and I was like, "Holy shit! This was like, you know, I kind of got the beauty of." the sunflowers that Van Gogh painted for a second. Like I had this little just moment of like transcendent contentment and wonder and joy and kind of seamless human experience of light and dark and grief and wonder and joy and I was just looking at this vase and I was like, holy shit, this is, this is timeless. You know, there's something about this moment in my life that is timeless. And it kind of, it kind of, kind of got, got me out of my, my worry and my stewing. And I remembered that, you know, typically my heart knows the right thing to do. My brain tries to figure it out later. My gut may worry about it um, or chime in to some degree, but typically, like my soul or whatever you want to call it, however you want to relate to that, you know, um, typically I know what to do next. And sometimes I don't, and I just sit. But so. Where the hell was I going? I, I have no clue. This is this is a freestyle podcast. I just I talked about the windstorm. It's yeah. So these these winds of change. You know what's the that really horrible '80s song? I forget who it's by. Uh, it's like Journey or that's not Journey. But the winds of change. You know, um, have have been blowing through my life for a while, and there's still like this really beautiful transcendent moment of flower arrangement and um, put the vase up I went back outside I you know pulled the the dead stalks the ones that had snapped the ones I had to cut and I kind of took a look at um, my zucchini and the wildflowers and I realized that like all of the sudden there was like so much more space for some of the other things that I had planted um, to grow. You know, the sunflowers were prolific. You know, I think the squirrels had dropped some seeds from last year. I planted about 
20 or 30 of them in this large bed with these six squash and zucchini plants and like I mean it was like a forest of sunflowers and I noticed that like you know to keep working this metaphor you know uh, some things needed to go so other things could grow and the shiny beautiful sunflowers in my garden that kind of like I mean they were so distracting sometimes I wouldn't check my zucchini for a week or two and the zucchini would get up to be like two feet and like almost inedible and so just removing those beautiful things and putting them in their right place and cleaning out the garden a bit I just I, I got this breath of fresh air I was like oh the squash and the wildflowers that are smaller now have space. They're not obscured or blocked by the sunflowers, you know, just practically. But in, in this metaphor, they're not, for me, they weren't, the things that I had planted weren't hidden or obscured by the shiny things I'm attracted to. And I think that's really, that's really been a theme in my life, you know, I've, I've really been attracted to powerful and gregarious, um, sometimes narcissistic people um, who are magical and wonderful and shiny and bright and sometimes I lose sight of the things I've planted um, and the things that I'm growing um, and I think that the things that they're growing are important and I, I think this is a pretty common thing for people you know looking to others and kind of giving up our autonomy or our agency or our own wisdom or power um, because we see somebody else and we project a, a nice life on them or they, they seem like they have it all together and they're kind of living in they're living in a space of a, uh, it looks like a space of abundance but it's almost like a space of indulgence and as I've gotten older, it, it's taken me longer to kind of sort through. I mean, I'm still learning to sort through, like, you know, who is and who isn't doing that. Um, you know, I haven't always had the best discernment about who to surround myself with. And sometimes those shiny things obscure um, the things that I'm growing. And so... As far as a metaphor goes, you know, I think, you know, I'm not a master gardener. Somebody who is a master gardener might have been like, that is ridiculous. Look at your garden. You have way too much in there. Like, you know, you've got to pick and choose, you know, and that's part of the process I'm on. I'm not a master gardener. I'm learning. Uh, you can look in my other bed and my tomato plants are a complete example of that. It's my first time growing from seed and my tomato plants have completely taken over my bed you know and the kale <laughs> that I've tried to grow and the cucumbers are like I mean these these tomato plants have just turned into bushes I mean they are 
massive. And so I don't pretend that like with some amount of just practical knowledge, I could have avoided some of this, but you know, life's a learning process and I'm continuing to learn, I'm continuing to grow. Um, I don't have the goal of becoming a master gardener, you know, to me it's just kind of a fun experiment each time. I would like to figure out how to grow smaller zucchini, but maybe getting, you know, the sunflowers out of there is going to help me do it. I, it's funny. I kept kind of joking with people like, I can't, I can't seem to get these zucchini or these squash before they're just huge or they turn into gourds. And I think there was just too much going on. And after I cut out the sunflowers, I, I was like, oh, you know, it's a little easier to see in there. And I looked, and there was a normal size zucchini. It was just about six or seven inches long, a couple inches diameter, looked really healthy. And it was the first zucchini I got that, I mean, I think the best, the smallest one I've caught is like a foot long. Um, and so getting some of that stuff out of the way, I was able to see the other things that were growing. I knew when to harvest something. Um, and I love the metaphor of the garden. I keep returning to it in this podcast that, you know, what's the saying? Life's a garden. Dig it, man. And it kind of is, you know. And as I've gotten older, I'm increasing awareness. I'm increasing discernment. And I think that's what it's all about is, you know, we all start where we start. We don't all have the same starting point and kind of accepting where you're at and what you do and don't know is a huge part of making peace with your individual completely unique life that is also you know ironically not unique at all but pretty unique um and so yeah big windstorm blowing through my garden and blowing through my life uh seems like it's happening in the world Seems like it's happening for a lot of my friends right now. Uh, and so for me, I keep returning to some of these these things that have helped us, you know. Writers and artists and philosophers have used metaphor and symbolism and imagery to help us understand these things for ages. And for me, for me, they're super helpful. And so this this podcast today I don't know what it was about. It was about gardening. It was about change. It was about letting shiny things go when it's time. It's about getting the beautiful things from... Yeah, I mean, I don't want to disparage people. Like, everyone's on their own journey, even a narcissist as a human. Uh, you know, I think they've caught a, a bad rap, and I think we all have a tendency towards self-centeredness and self-absorption, especially in the West. And, you know, I think you can get beautiful things from really flashy people, really attractive, magical people. And I'm learning, you know, how not to put all my uh, eggs in one basket. <laughs> keep using all these metaphors just to call this this episode what's a metaphor um but yeah like it's kind of learning how to cultivate my own judgment and my own discernment because i think 
God, the world's just selling us so much shit, you know. Capitalism, you know, social media, it's kind of, it's hard to to find a center from which to operate, and I'm still learning that, and I hope that you're having some luck in your journey, whether you relate to it by practically learning how to garden, you know, good soils, pH balance, proper water levels, uh, you know, maybe maybe learning all the rules is super successful for you. I think that's got another set of problems on the back end, but that's just what I've watched in others, you know. I think we're all coming to understand this the way we do and trying to find find the middle ground and I hope hope you're you're having some luck with that today. <laughs> um Yeah, maybe just like go make get some flowers. Try to play with making a bouquet. I've it's been hilarious for me. I I put flowers on my altar weekly and I used to just kind of cut them and shove them in a vase and was like, look, I did it. And then I'd start to see other people who had experience, more artistic, do these beautiful arrangements. You know, they're tiered and levels and layers and empty space. I mean, each vase was like a painting and I was like, oh, I'd like to learn how to do that. And I would, I just, it was such a, it's been a frustrating three years of learning how to I wouldn't even say it's like developing the patience to let it kind of come alive. Um, and yeah, maybe if you've got time, go play with some flowers. Bring some in. There's so many right now this time of year. I mean, everywhere I walk, there's there's new flowers. There's new beauty. Um, yeah, it brought me a lot of joy. I hope you find something sensual that can bring you joy amidst all, all the tumult and upheaval in the world. Um, the pandemic, ongoing COVID, environmental collapse. Uh, there's just, we're living, I don't have any answers. Just a, just a human trying to survive and sharing these little moments with you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so grateful for all my supporters, all of you out there in the podverse taking this in. Uh, please share it with a friend, leave a review, share it on social media, whatever, whatever you can do. It really helps. Um, people supporting me on Patreon. I appreciate you. Thank you so much. People giving me feedback, letting me know this has value. That's uh it's 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 really invaluable i always used to think it was kind of a ubiquitous mandatory thing people who performed or created needed to say but it really it's really true your feedback your support uh hearing that this is helping or that you're enjoying this is really really meaningful for me this is a passion project put my heart and soul into it so with that said if you can Head over to Patreon, www.patreon.com slash turningofthebones. Uh, donate a pint, a cup of coffee once a month. It helps keep this going. Uh, if you don't have the money, don't worry about it. Other people are supporting. Uh, if you are curious about other ways to support, you can DM me. You can shoot me an email through my website, www.turningofthebones.com. And 
just keep creating this thing. Keep weathering these storms. Keep sitting there for the winds of change. Kind of got it close to it there. I uh, hope you're having a lovely day. Take care of yourself. Take care of others. Pet an animal. Smell a flower. Drink some water. And be well.